Welcome into the Waiver Fire podcast. Nick and JP right on the edge of fantasy football playoffs, man. I hope that you've stuck along with us. I hope that you're in at least one of your playoffs in a league because here we go, man. Here's where we get them trophies in them caches. JP, how's it going, man? It's going good because I barely made it into both of my playoffs. I think I'm coming in at sixth. Oh, you made it in the Kia League too. Yeah, I was I was right on the cusp. That's but I'm that's happy. Fucking... I'm happy. I'm more happy with what I've got going into the playoffs in that league mm-hmm. because good God, when it comes to fantasy football, those guys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um I've 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 scored lots and lots of points without uh, having much draft luck. So that is incredible. That's on them. And and also on you, man, way to way to stick with the grind and and out compete. So that's what it's all about. And sometimes it's a little easier, sometimes a little harder. I in my money league, I would say that there's one out of the 10 that doesn't care too much. He's also the one player who is beating me this week to basically send me into. So we're not, we're doing one more week. So we have a two week playoff compared to our um, waiver fire league is three weeks, which is going to start this next week. And I am going to go head to head with my brother. I think if he loses, he still makes it in, but I basically have to win an in. So it's going to be, it's actually going to be fucking awesome because I'm going down to Alabama this Friday and we're going to talk so much shit to each other in person. It's going to be like the good old days, man. So I'm, I'm bummed that I couldn't clinch uh, this weekend, but I'm super excited about what is now being touted as the official Jew bowl as we are, for some reason, my brother and I are considered the, the biggest Jews out of this league, which makes no sense, but that's, that's how it is. So We'll see how that goes, man. I, I've been scraping and clawing in that league. God damn, dude. Losing CMC, losing Calvin Ridley. I mean, we've all had the, the agonies, but that one, I feel like I've really been freaking scraping. And anything can happen, man. So you you said that you have scraped into two playoffs as like fifth or sixth seeds or whatever. You're in, man. And you have a shot at winning. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm not really that... Mm-hmm bad I, I think i'm i think i may be fifth fifth or fourth seed so i won't have to go up against that monster nice and i i hope somebody takes him down he's 12 and one Ooh. That yeah is... he's got herbert jefferson mm-hmm. beasley chase connor uh pitts michelle and earlier in the season he was riding with aj brown that's Christian pretty McCaffrey. solid that is oh and that is solid that he he's been able to battle past cmc injury so uh stellar the the jamar chase has obviously been extreme value for sure so that'll be fun man and we'll definitely track into the playoffs and you are you're in a tiny little sweat like if i don't even know if it's possible anymore before the game I think I think basically you're a lock at this point. Yep, you you are a lock in the playoffs. So congratulations, man! <sighs> you Phillips, you Phillipses have dominated the Smiths, man. The Smiths crew. Me and my parents went zero and three for playoffs, and all three of you are in the playoffs, man. Dang! You want our money back? 
<laughs> my dad says that you guys robbed us. You guys played us. That'll be, that should be a very fun uh, Christmas for you guys, man. You guys get to sit around and uh, I guess, uh, let's see. Uh, you might be playing. No, it looks like you guys, I, I, we'll have to see who you guys square up against. Your dad might be squaring up against James. Like it's hard to tell at this point, but uh, that'll be, that'll be so much fun, man. Um, a lot of, and let's just go through the waiver fire just to, to call it out. So chance Tyler, James Klepper, your dad and yourself have made it into the playoffs. So congratulations to them should be a really fun time. We've got a three week playoff. So I'm guessing that chance and Tyler have secured. No, maybe. Oh man, the, the second buy is actually kind of up in the air right here. Who, who secured the second buy? Looks like it was um looks like it was James. So James got the, the other buy. So that's pretty awesome. Uh man, so crazy weekend. Any any particular games that jump off to you or or any particular fantasy that stuck with you this past weekend? Let's see. It looks like the tight ends went off. Got two big, big time tight ends. Mm. We got Kittle and Andrews. Kittle is so back, man. Kittle was, you know, the injury from the get go. It, it was so disappointing how much draft capital he put in him. And now he's just with Jimmy G and you know, the way they're utilizing Debo, it's freeing up. And Kittle was always a yards beast, but man, he has just caught an extreme fire and has been going to be very interesting next year, whether, you know, as disappointing as Kelsey has been, like, what do you think, man? Do you think Kittle has, has jumped him? Kittle is probably going to be dealing with, um, you know, um, Trey Lance next year instead of Jimmy G. So a little quarterback turnover there, but Trey, I mean, uh, Kelsey has been so disappointing, man. Ooh. James Conner must have brand one. Really? They're they're not even close. Oh. Well, uh, we are watching. He didn't, he didn't run one in, but he's 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 having a game. Yeah, James Conner has been one of the most surprising healthy players, you know, between James Conner and Leonard Fournette, those were some running backs that I saw, of course, the upside, but did not think that they would stay healthy. Kyler is so fucking fast. Oh, my God, dude. He is so fast. It is so fun to watch, man. In this game, this Rams-Cardinals game was 13-13 at the half, and then the Rams came out and punched the Cardinals in the mouth right here. But Just still throw it to game. Hopkins. Just – Hopkins touchdown right here. Hopkins. No big deal. Well, I mean, that would be sexy. I oh, Kyler is running lining up outside with James Connor doing a little. And then they're gonna bring Kyler back in. Okay, just a wildcat. And it, yeah, solid. I like the little misdirection there. Yeah, man, some crazy games. I mean, I remember sitting there and thinking that the noon games were a little whatever. There was some serious action. But then, dude, when it got to the Bills at Tampa alongside 49ers at Bengals and they both went to overtime, that was an 
awesome, uh, like three o'clock hour, man. It was so much fun having dinner around like five and seeing, you know, it was a little bit of a bummer that Tom Brady beat the bills, but those two games at the same time were just sick. I'm just really wishing that I had played some Rashad Penny in my in, in like some DraftKings and stuff. Dude, there's no way we could have seen that coming, right? I mean, I, though, we had... I, I heard I heard something uh, I heard something pre-game that they were gonna be using him. Oh, something. really? Dang it! I just didn't really. I've heard that a million times about Rashad Penny. I feel like. Give me, give me five minutes. I got, I got the crying child. I'll be right back. All right, man. I'm back. Sorry about that. You with me? Yeah, here we are. All right, we're back. So, oh, oh, oh what just happened? Oh no! Fourth down, they went for it, and then some crazy looking shit just happened. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins says I just dropped that ball. Let's see this. It's just a little slant. Hands, catches it, just drops it, straight up drops it. Wow. Oh, man. And it pops over. Oh, and it hits the ground. That's disappointing. So I was talking I was talking Lenny Fournette a little bit. That Bills-Tampa game was just electric, man. Josh Allen and Tom Brady finished with the top two quarterback finishes. That game just had all of the points. Dude, Leonard Fournette. Is he is he like top ten next year? I guess I won't feel good about it though. I mean, like Ronald Jones has clearly not been anything. Geo, nothing. Like he he's everything, and he's healthy, and he's looking good, and that offense is so unbelievably potent. I I don't I don't exactly know the contract situations with Godwin and Brown, so. Losing anybody would be, of course, a detriment, but he's just been unbelievable. He offers you everything you want, man. He's like he's like eight targets a game or something. It's it's just unbelievable. So a player that I was definitely not in on, but man, like are you taking are you taking Lenny or are you taking like Devontae Adams next year? I guess Devontae Adams is gonna be, you know, quarterback dependent where where he ends up. Oh yeah. crazy stuff. Devonte, probably Devonte. Devonte is just oh man. I, I obviously every fantasy player wants the Aaron Rodgers Devonte stack to to continue wherever it happens to be because it's just it's so electric, man. Um, but 49ers at Bengals was also awesome. You know, it, it was it was not the fantasy flurry that we had at Tampa Bay, but still it was a great game. Um, Ayuk and Debo and Kittle are just. So damn electric, man. That offense has so many stars right there that are playing great. You know, I think Trey Lance is probably going to be the quarterback next year. And we were all kind of excited about his upside rushing and the weapons there. I This is so, so early. But, man, if the team kind of remains the same, I feel like Trey Lance is going to be one of those one of those like late round value quarterbacks that, you know, probably drafted like Similar like Jalen Hurts this year, drafted like, you know, eighth, ninth round or something like that and is a top five quarterback. It's so early to project that, but that's just kind of where I'm leaning at this point. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 
beast. It'll be really exciting to see where he ends up. And I mean, he's been a, he's been a great fantasy asset. I think he's quarterback four or so. And he was drafted like, well, if you, if you caught him at the like peak controversy, he was being drafted in like the 12th round or something like that. But towards draft season, he was rounding into like the seventh, eighth roundish kind of area. And he's just been really, really good. So this week, four titties man he double motorboated it was just exceptional on his part <laughs> and he'll continue to keep keep that going for sure he's it'll be exciting i mean whether it's denver um maybe he stays at this point maybe they just chuck the um what is it uh jordan love pick and they just secure the future i mean I wouldn't be surprised if honestly a lot of it relies on how this postseason goes, man. If, if they come up short again, if they lose in like the conference championship or even lose in the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers is just sick of it and, and heads elsewhere. But if they win the Super Bowl, gonna be pretty challenging not to want to come back and repeat. But uh, that'll be exciting. Aaron Jones, you know, on that on that game, Aaron Jones only had like he had less opportunities than AJ Dillon, but he got, he motorboated himself. And yeah, that it was pretty annoying. I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. AJ Dillon was like getting them all the way down the field. Oh. And then right on the goal line, they pulled him out and just put Aaron Jones in. And he just walked in. Ugh. That, that really is frustrating. Any, anybody I could, I could have walked in on that play. He didn't make any contact <laughs> with anybody. That is gnarly. And Aaron Jones, this offseason was signed to what? Like a three or four year deal. So not going anywhere. And man, that's that is probably going to be one of those situations that Aaron Jones is probably going to be, even if Aaron Rodgers stays, I can't imagine that Aaron Jones is even like a second rounder next year, you know, just because of that timeshare that they've got there. I would think like you know, third or fourth round for Aaron Jones, something like that. Again, just total projection, but I don't think you can draft somebody in the first, second round where there's a clear, you know, one B right there with you. Um, yeah. Taysom Hill, man. I, I wish I had heeded your advice on him for DFS. I, I couldn't touch him anywhere in season long, you know, from my quarterbacks, but oh my God, dude, he is just a rushing phenom. He does have to travel to Tampa Bay next week. Um, obviously, Josh Allen got it done. You know, Taysom Hill is not even close to that. So I know you own uh, Taysom Hill. Are you looking at Taysom Hill next week at Tampa, or do you have, you know, some better well, I've, option? I've got, I've got Tua at Jets. Oh, Tua at Jets. Okay, well, I will be firing up the Miami defense and that play makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I would trust Tua there as well over Taysom at Tampa Bay. It could get, it I've could look been, really ugly. I've been holding him for this like the whole time. I love it, man. I, that's the best, dude. When like you're honestly, you're not a lock to the playoffs at all. Like you could have easily gotten bounced from the playoffs, but you play for the playoffs anyways, man. You hold players into that first week of the playoffs. Because it doesn't matter even if you make it, if you get bounced the first round, like there's no glory in that really. So play for the playoffs and play for the chip and nicely done, man. Good hold there. And I'm sure it'll pay dividends. So I like it a lot. And then um, I've also go got, ahead. I think I've got Jimmy G and he's got, mm. um, I think he's got ATL Houston. 
He's I got think, ATL. Yeah, but that's the that's the week I'm playing Tua. True. Jets. Right. He he's got the Houston. Game he's got Houston in the chip in the, chip week. In the chippy. Yeah, if you get to the chippy, I can do. I can I can dig that. So who would so you so you're gonna balance three quarterbacks? I wonder who Taysom's playing in two weeks. Miami. That's not that's not an easy matchup. Does Tua get too juicy in a row? He gets Jets, and then ooh, you might have to find a semifinal because he's playing New Orleans. So you'll have to work that out. But I like the yeah. way you're playing, man. I like the way you're looking ahead for sure. Um, one player that you know you have your um, Tua, dude, Big Ben lit up Minnesota and no, I am not projecting big Ben, but whoever is playing Minnesota fire them up, man, because the Minnesota defense is obscene, obscenely horrific. And the offense is incredible. So teams are having to play catch up. It's Justin Fields next week. And Justin Fields was like a top six or seven quarterback this week. Like he's showing some stuff he's showing, you know, he's finally getting it working on the ground and some through the air, it might be a little desperate, but Justin Fields, I think is actually pretty interesting. You know, if, if you've gotten into the playoffs or if you're, it would be really hard to trust. I know it would be really hard to trust. I was hoping that he could be a DFS darling, but I think they're the Sunday night game or maybe Monday, something like that. I, I think they're off the slate, unfortunately, but dude, I would not be surprised if Justin Fields has like a top six quarterback day next week because minnesota's just trash um lamar jackson so so disappointing man you you know how much i was in on lamar jackson and kyler you know those were my one two and kyler's been fine but lamar has been really disappointing particularly when you could have gotten of course josh allen has really heated up tom brady later on i mean almost any of those picks aaron Rodgers, etc that were in there way better than Lamar. He, you know, he got hurt this week, so it's hard to take it against him, but dude, the last five weeks, 16, zero, 13, 18, one, like he has just killed you. And you're, you're not, I don't think that there's much of a way that you're in the playoffs. If you have Lamar and you, cause you had to play him all of those weeks. There's no way. I mean, maybe the zero, I think he was hurt. So you, you benched him or whatever. There's bye week, but I mean, he's just killed you and he's kind of burnt me, man. And I, I know that I shouldn't get off of him next year because of talent and that offense. And I know that they had so many injuries to the, the O-line and JK Dobbins, of course, and the defense, like the Ravens were decimated, but I'm hurt, man. I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt by this, by Lamar Jackson. You know, you made it to the playoffs in both your leagues, but did anybody particularly burn you that you're feeling some uh, already some hesitancy towards next year? Yeah. Uh, the main burners were Hopkins, oh, Hopkins. and Waller oh, um, true. And, and scary Terry. Those three, those Golly. three guys really got me. Those three are great calls, man. Scary Terry, please, please get a quarterback because I, you know, every week it's, it's the dice roll between whether you're getting the Heine or you're getting the Heineken, because we've seen great things out of Taylor Heineke. Like we've seen that yummy Heineken many a time. We've also seen that Heine way too many times, man. And it was, 
it was so, so bad this weekend. Oh my God. I mean, scary Terry, obviously the, the concussion early on and he was just out of the game. So that's a big bummer, but scary Terry has been brutal all year. I mean, he's had some flashes, but it's been brutal and man, please get a quarterback. Like, you know, we were just talking Jimmy G, you know, Jimmy G's nothing special, but give me Jimmy G in Washington next year. And dude, I'm okay with but that's okay what I was with. saying, but that was it. That's what I was saying preseason. Oh, or like not pre- preseason, but like pre, you know, like after we found out that it was going to be no more Tannehill. Right. Oh, man. Or uh, no more um, Fitzpatrick. Right. Yeah. You're talking Sorry. about Washington. No, no problem. Yeah, Jimmy G makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's fine. He's, he, I think he could get into their hands. And, you know, a lot of it depends, of course, on is, is Curtis Samuel have actually anything left? Like he was just injured the whole year and now he's back and doesn't show anything. Like I think they're going to have to trade for stuff, um, you know, because they have to kind of go all in. I mean, obviously they lost pieces on defense, but that division – you know, the Cowboys are fantastic or whatever, but it's kind of right there for the taking right now. You know, it's it's their time if they can get it going. So I wouldn't mind if they tried to spend for Jimmy G, maybe even try for a free agent wide receiver. Like, would it be insane if they just went all in on like Michael Thomas next year, you know, and had a Michael Thomas, Scary Terry kind of duo? That'd be insane. So, yeah, I mean, a crazy. lot. I think there's potential there for Scary Terry. I, I'm not – I mean, I was burnt with you, dude. I have him in my keeper league, so I spent a second – I I think a early third-round pick on him in a keeper league. Of course, I have to keep him. Like, the upside and the youth, like, he could be dominant for the next 10 years, but we need some, we need some quarterback help there for sure. Um, Dak? Dak has been really disappointing, which is kind of crazy because – Everything we kind of hoped for out of CD has really emerged. Like CD has come on and Amari Cooper really hasn't been bad. So it's just, Oh, hold on. Hold on. Also Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's true. I guess we had already talked about him a bit, but Travis Kelsey, because you and I were, were clear on he's a first round value. I mean, if if you get to the one ten and one eleven, pick Travis Kelsey and we were all in on that. We were in on Antonio Gibson and kind of the early to mid second. So yeah, that one, that one was a harsh burn there. I mean, sorry, Kelsey, sorry to interrupt you. That, that was just like, I, I forgot. That's the one that, that I've just been like trying to forget about. Exactly. I was, I don't, don't, don't apologize, man, because it's so scarred in the back of my head at this point. I didn't even draft him. I traded for him and I did trade Chris Carson and Hollywood Brown, which those players, you know, didn't prove out to be shit anyways, but at least I, you know, I wouldn't have Chris Carson in my lineups because he would just be hurt. I'm having to play Kelsey every single week, and I would have been so much better off with just some budget little tight end, which is just crazy and, and disgusting. But uh, I'm feeling the burn as well. I, I can't imagine that Kelsey, like, maybe back of the second next year, maybe. But, yeah, I'm, I'm burnt for sure. So. It looks like maybe age has kind of caught up with him. They're distributing the ball so well, and their defense is is so much better. Oh, what a catch there! That's nasty. This would be, you know, they're down. Need. Cardinals are down fourteen in just this at the start of the fourth. 
quarter. This would be an electric turnaround if they could somehow work out a touchdown here, make it close. I'm in the uh, lead again. There you go. There you go. Pull out the dub, man. Just, just make it final. And, Chance's and, cool team. Oh, are you playing Chance's cool team right now? Yeah. There you, there you go, dude. Take down the top dog, man. I mean, he's a lock already, he, but uh, he he's only set to to um to score two more points than me. There you go. Overall. You get a D hop touchdown, man. You're, you're right there for a bit. That would definitely be some sweet little momentum for you. Take down top dog. Oh man. It was bound to happen. JP, the amount of trash talk that I gave the, um, the Las Vegas Raiders this year and how much we dogged on Hunter Renfro when he started to kind of become a thing. Oh my God. That was nasty. 28 points. 28.8 points for, for, for James Conner. Oh, James Conner lighting up right now. I thought you were talking about Hunter Renfro. Yeah. James Conner is, is beasting. Did he just score a touchdown right there? Yeah. 28.8 points on the night. He's, he's the running back three on the week. James Conner just motor boating as usual, like touchdown God, James Conner right here. It's been incredible. Man, AJ Green over a hundred yards tonight. That's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, Hunter Renfro, dude. The amount of shit I gave the Raiders, the amount of shit I gave him, I I knew it was going to come back to bite me. And of course, oh, that's a whoa, oh, oh, power, yeah, dude, that was awesome. That was a wildcat from seven yards out, and he just powers. That's sick. Love that. <laughs> Love that, man. Way to make this a game right here. Seven-point game with 14 minutes left. This is perfect for Monday night. You know, getting crushed in my money my money league out of the playoffs in – I think I'm going to make the playoffs in two out of four, but we'll see. But uh, Hunter Enfro, of course, you had to do me dirty this week. Clyde motorboated. Love to see that. I think, you know, I think Clyde has had a little bit of a resurgence. I know that the Daryl Williams um, involvement's disappointing, but he's their goal line back. And he's looking pretty good. I think Clyde is going to be a sneaky value next year because I feel like players are feeling somewhat burnt on him. I think he's probably going to be, you know, mid third round. He just holds his regular. I don't know. I don't think he you don't think third. Before. You think he's a second rounder? I, I think he holds about his yeah late second round. He holds yeah. the same value. I think. Mm, okay. Last year. All and right. People won't people won't be fooled. Maybe you can get the value that you're talking about about mid summer, just mm -hmm. like last time. Yeah, that's exactly what you got last time. Yeah. Mid summer, you were able to get Clyde in the third round, and then it just wasn't happening anymore because people were getting a little too stingy on running backs, which is what they start doing. They did, didn't they? When you had that, uh, when you had like Dobbins go down, and of course um, Cam Akers go down. You and I talked about it on the pod, man. There was just like a huge push of third round value and even fourth round values. Like the Chris Carsons that were in the fourth were getting pushed all the way up into the third and stuff. It was a, a massive push towards the, which is, you know, probably the right thing to do. I, I get it, but uh, it was kind of wild to see. So I could see what you're saying. You know, it's Kansas City running back. Get, disregard the name or whatever. That's going to stick as a value. So 
maybe you're right. Maybe he sticks in the second and I, I'm still okay with him. And I actually like the upside. You know, I, I think he's progressed as a runner. He's, I mean, he showed some serious nastiness um, at home yesterday. So we'll see. Zeke has been really disappointing, man. This week it was just, he, I know he's hurt, but it's, it's hard to have a good lookout, you know, outlook for next year. You've got, Pollard kind of emerging. I think the best thing, I don't think this is going to happen, but if some team saw how good Pollard is and tried to like scoop him out of Dallas and somehow free Zeke to himself, it would be unbelievable. But man, Zeke, like, I'm not even sure if Zeke is a first rounder next year, man. You know? Not for me. I'm not drafting Zeke next year. Like Zeke or Lenny? Lenny, but I don't want to draft <laughs> Lenny probably where he's going. Yeah, I think I think he is a second. I think he's I think Zeke's probably gonna be a second rounder, man. Um okay, this was this is an interesting one. So Saquon Barkley injured at the beginning of the season, draft value was terrible because he was still like back of the first early second, and he didn't even play the first few weeks, and then he came back really slow. But, dude, he's actually kind of looking pretty good now, even with um, – what's his name? What's what's Longneck's name? I've forgotten their backup quarterback's name. But uh, Longneck, the Brontosaurus, uh, Mike Glennon. Um, he's – you know, it's, it's ugly. But, dude, Saquon, like, looking healthy, like, I don't know, man. I, I might be in on some shares of Saquon looking into next year, dude. Longneck. <laughs> okay so what so you would do round two i think i'm taking saquon over zeke next year man yeah but forget about zeke so like round two or something i think yeah i think he's like i think he's like the 202 i think it's like you do i think it's like you do Devonte adams um at the you know 110 or whatever and then and then saquon at the 202 something like that Okay. Too too rich for your blood? Too ugly? I don't know. I kind of love that this is your thing and that we're going to be able to talk about this in the off season. <laughs> it is, man. I mean, he's looking good. I I don't know. Like it's I know it's scary, but uh let me let me just look at him. Uh we'll look we'll look more at it, but oh man, similar to Chubb back on the sadness train. I mean, similar to Zeke. Nick Chubb, dude. 17 carries, four targets, but just no fantasy production, man. Like, continues to really not – he's just one of those weird anomalies that are, like, very good for the NFL. Like, they beat the Baltimore Ravens. I know it was Hundley as the backup for, for the Ravens, but still, they took care of business, and they're kind of they're kind of controlling their own destiny in that division right there. So, Nick Chubb is, is looking fine. He just – doesn't get the fantasy. He, he doesn't motorboat, you know, he doesn't really get for, for receptions for 40 yards or whatever. Like it's disappointing, man. And I know we keep pushing like first round talent into the second, but I just don't know if, if Chubb can be any sort of first rounder next year either, dude. Yeah. Chubb, Chubb goes to the second. Chubb goes to the second with, and it hasn't even been, you know, I always thought it would be that cream hunt, takes too much but it hasn't even been that like hunt has really not taken much at all and so 
Now you imagine going to next year if Hunt, you know, comes back healthy that he starts to. I mean, we know the upside as a runner, but mm, I think he it's gonna be interesting plotting out that first round because I know that we're going to feel kind of um insistent on throwing wide receivers in right now, you know, seeing the flash of Cooper Cup, like Cooper Cup has to feel like a first I'm rounder. Not, I'm not I'm yeah, well, I'm not taking Cooper Cup in the first round. Um my and you know, we've got Jonathan Taylor, of course. Austin Eckler, of course. Alvin Kamara, CMC still Na- there. CMC, Najee Harris, right? Devonte, Devonte. Um, I guess you can get a little wild after that. I think Tyreek is still a close. It's close there for sure. So you think Tyreek over Cooper Cup clearly at this point still? Yeah, I'm I not, guess not. I'm not sure. Justin man. Jefferson, Justin Jefferson's up there too. Justin Jefferson is he's way up the, there. Oh my gosh. He's one of the top dogs. He really is. And and I you know, I think CD is is clearly behind all of those guys, but CD has Dalvin, good call. Yep. I mean, CD and then, you know, you've got those players kind of coming back from injury. I guess Cam Akers is not going to be close. Like Daryl Henderson is fine in his absence. So yeah, I don't think he he touches that that range. Cam Akers, I mean, you remember Cam Akers was flirting with first round um going into the year. So it's crazy to see how far yeah, I think I think Lenny is there in the first. Um, man, Joe Mix Joe Mixon has been incredible. Joe Mixon's the running back five on the year. Like he's been exceptional. I think he has to be in the first round I next year as well. Cup, Cup just Cup just caught a touchdown. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, um, he is just Cooper Cup is insane. Honestly, this Rams this Rams offense like they are they are really finding their groove here. Um, they're looking exceptional. Uh, I don't I don't think that this this doesn't outright get them to the division. They're still they're still having to fight uh, Cardinals because Cardinals are two ten are ten and two. So yeah. they're going to travel. AJ gonna, Green is at twenty points. AJ Green has over hundred yards and like ten catches. Yeah, he's been. It's been sick, man. It's been sick to see. Um, Rams finish up hosting the Seahawks next week. They should annihilate the Seahawks, but it is a divisional game. They travel to the Vikings. Oh, my! Oh, dude, it's a 12 o'clock game. Rams, Vikings in two weeks. Like, you talk about DFS, most likely the most disappointing because I, I can't help myself playing that game. Rams, Vikings, on the slate in DFS in two weeks, dude. I'm just salivating at that already. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rams are Rams are sick. It's awesome. Um, let's get some other players. Antonio Gibson has burnt some people. You know, he probably is Antonio. I mean, it's going to depend a lot on quarterback, of course. But like, man, Antonio Gibson. Everybody was in on the second round at this point. I think he's got to be. I don't know. I mean, he's still a bell cow, right? So like maybe like back of the second for Gibson next year. It's been painful, but the amount of work. I guess so. I think probably back of the second. Just start grabbing running backs. I guess so. Just take flyers already in the second round. (laughs) James Robinson, man. 
James Robinson, six carries, four yards. Ouch. Oh, my God. That yeah, they is were just... talking. I think I heard him talking about it on the ballers. It's just like they were trying to punish him. Stupid college coach. That was so devastating, man. I mean, he's been up and down all year, but I, I think if you look back, he's probably been a decent value. Were you getting him? I mean, I'm trying to think about where he was drafted. Wasn't James Robinson like? Well, we had the we had the injury to um, uh, Carlos Hyde, right? Wasn't that the injury? It, it was some backup that was kind of like a little bit of a threat, and then. Oh no! It was uh, it was the rookie, of course. Who who am I thinking about? Who they drafted? Um, that got hurt preseason. Oh, it was a first round draft pick. That yeah. I just yes, Travis Etienne. Thank you. Yeah. So I mean, before that, Robinson was like left for dead, and then when Etienne went down, he moved up into what like fifth round? Was he a fourth round guy? Something uh, he was like a third rounder. Oh, was he a third rounder by the end of it? Well, he hasn't yeah. been that. And man, if you if you somehow were hoping to squeak into the playoffs and you got four yards, you're gonna be feeling burnt. And Lord knows what's gonna happen to that coaching regime. Nobody knows what's gonna happen to that team. I mean, whoever whoever tries to get hired for that job. You know, it's going to be the person who says Trevor Lawrence's names the most times in the interview. You know, it's just going to be like, what What do you imagine for, uh, you know, this next year? Well, Trevor Lawrence is going to have to um, Trevor Lawrence into Trevor Lawrence, and then that's how we're going to win the game. So whoever says T-Law the most is going to get hired for that job. So maybe James Robinson sticks, but I guess with ETN definitely coming back, oh, that's just going to be the ugliest situation and probably not something that you want to touch at all. Um, yeah, so I talked CD lamb a little bit and I know that he's probably behind Justin Jefferson and, and that little clump there, but man, has he really emerged? Like if you just watch the games, he looks unbelievable. Like compare him to, um, Jamar chase and Justin Jefferson, like those three are going to be so much fun. The next six or seven years, dude, they are all electric talents and unbelievably fun to be a fan for. Um, You know, I think we were all hoping that AJ Brown and scary Terry were going to be those kind of power duos, but I think those, well, it's tough to say on AJ Brown, but I think at least scary Terry has taken a bit of a backseat. These three superstars are going to be awesome. And I, I guess I'm kind of feeling CD up in the, the second, you know, second round. Like if it's, if it's Antonio Gibson or CD, I mean, I guess we probably take running back just from philosophy standpoint, but man, CD has been badass. Yeah. CD's um, been great. And I I'll take him in the second round. For sure. I think he's a second rounder. Keenan Allen is a guy I was in on the second round and he's actually been kind of and I think under the radar, good, like pretty high quality. And, you know, Mike Williams took a lot from him at the beginning of the year. What, what are you, what do you think the smell is right now on Keenan Allen? Like, is he going to retain value? Is he going to drop into like the mid to late third because of whatever reasons? I don't know, but what do you yeah, think the sure. smell he's def- is? He's definitely in the mid to late third. I would, sh- I would assume. Okay. I guess so. I mean, I guess he's getting a little bit older and 
as, as good as Justin Herbert has looked this year, he's kind of distributed. Eckler takes a lot away. Um, so maybe, but I'm kind of in, man. Of course, it's going to depend on what's around you, but I still like the talent a lot. I still think he's the number one there. Um, Justin Herbert emerging as, as really an elite NFL player. Um, I could easily see the Chargers – Perform, you know, we've said this for the past five years, unfortunately, but they seem like they're very close to a playoff run with, and now you've got a very talented quarterback. It, it really all seems like it's lining up pretty well over there. So pretty excited by Keenan Allen. We talked about uh, Trey Lance. I think he's definitely a name to keep uh, to, to look at for next year. I think he's going to be sneaky value. Michael Thomas's landing spot is going to be wild to see. I mean, there's a lot of offseason fun stuff. And what, what do you think about the the smell around our boy Dawson Knox, who has been kind of a a motorboating machine this year with a ton of touchdowns? Do you think that people have kind of finally bought in? Like, do you think he's one of those like seventh, sixth, seventh round tight ends next year, or do you think he'll still be like ninth round ish? I think it'll be like a sixth, seventh or really? something. Because every Ugh. yeah, I think people will try to. They'll they'll think that he's like, uh, you know, they'll go for him like people would go for Fant this year. Yes, that's the like exact that. name that I was thinking about. Fant going into this year, mm-hmm. exactly, dude. Um, I'm trying to look up other players that were kind of sixth round. Like, dude, Kyle Pitts was like fourth, fifth round this year, so that's kind of wild. Um, Mark Andrews was fifth Hawkinson. So you think he like settles in with like Hawkinson and cause after Hawkinson, remember it, it got pretty ugly. Like people were in on Tunyon and Higby Goddard Fant. Like there were all those kind of ugly ones. So you think he kind of emerges ahead of those guys and kind of settles into that six round Hawkinson kind of range as, as this year. Yeah, I think so. Um, We'll see if Hawkinson is in the Hawkinson range next year. <laughs> That's a good call, man. He, he may have fallen out himself. Um, be interesting. I, I want to say um, Emmanuel Sanders, who has completely fallen off the you know fantasy world. I think he'll be back. I think he was on a two year. So I think he'll be, I think the whole team really will be back next year. So I, I will be uh, six round. Man, sixth round is one of those tough rounds. Remember, we talked about fourth round this year and sixth round. It was like you've missed out on quarterback. Now you're looking at at snatching uh, that that Hawkinson if you can, or it it kind of gets ugly there. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see. But uh, just a lot of names that happen to have some really interesting this uh, weeks this week that I thought would be interesting to peek ahead towards next year. And of course. At the end of the year, JP, if you're interested, I think it would be hilariously fun to do a little, you know, postseason mock draft, um, see where we think players line up, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think I think we did that last year. That was pretty fun. Absolutely. But uh well, hope you made it in the playoffs, man. Congratulations, JP, on making it too. We'll we'll definitely check in on um next week to hopefully give you a clink of the glass towards the next round. Uh we'll see how it goes. And of course. We'll be in on Thursday for some DFS action, man. This is going to be, you know, as I think Al Smizzle said, like throughout the year, of course, season-long players, they they lose interest if they're tanking or whatever. They dive in DFS. Well, none more than playoffs round, man. If you didn't make the playoffs, 
DFS is there to cradle you and, and comfort you. So probably a ton of people pouring in. I'm sure that um, playership is way, way up. So should be really, really exciting. Hopefully you could get some value on uh, newer DFS players like like me. You can bully me because good Lord, I, I took a shot on the Heine and and uh, he, he oh, did not. No. He, he didn't wipe dude he, he did not wipe wow. it was it was it was it was stained so unfortunately that was that was a big bummer but uh anyways we'll we'll talk on Thursday about DFS man but uh good luck this week man and let's get into the playoffs dude yep hey, hey holler at me after the pod oh absolutely see ya <laughs>